Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. I've got my cup of coffee, and I'm ready to share with you a few moments this morning. I'm actually doing a uh, Dunkin' Donuts, a Dunkin' uh, Hazelnut this morning. So for those of you that uh, like that kind of variety of coffee, uh, here's to you. I'm loving the hazelnut this morning. I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you're listening from today. This is a podcast where we celebrate and share all things freedom in Christ. My hope is that as you listen to this, your soul is encouraged to know and believe that you are already free. And now how can we live out of the freedom already provided fully and accomplished through Jesus Christ? So we talked yesterday about remembering this word, remember. If you missed that episode, uh, I would encourage you to go back to listen to that. But today I want to talk about remembering where our hope lies. Yesterday we talked about remembering God's faithfulness, God's promises, and that His promises are good, that His promises are true, that we can remember and reflect on. Uh, you know, I, I shared a story about uh, reliving some moments with some friends and how how God provided all of that and all the way through. He's continuing to provide, and His promises are true. Today I want to talk about where our hope lies because you know hope uh, <laughs> hope can be an interesting word too. But that word remembering, like. Oftentimes, I know in my own life, when I, when a circumstance that I don't like comes into my life, or I'm dealing with some relational uncertainty or physical health issues or whatever they may be, that I can lose track of my hope. My hope gets, my, my, my focus gets taken off of where my true hope lies, and it, and it begins to focus on, and my true goal begins trying to get out of a circumstance or circumstances. And so God, in His infinite love and grace for us, is not interested in necessarily getting us out of the circumstances, but in what He is doing in the midst of the circumstance. And so so where does our hope lie? Our hope doesn't lie. My hope doesn't lie in a better circumstance, uh, but it lies in what Christ is doing in me, because He's already in me, in me and through me. That, my, that he will build up my confidence, my Christ confidence, not my confidence in the world or the political environment or my relationships or circumstances getting better. And this is tough. I'm sharing out of my own experience of this. This is part of the freedom journey because all of us would say we don't want difficult circumstances, challenging circumstances, but it's in those valley moments where we are invited to remember where our hope lies. Who are we placing our hope in? Where are we placing our confidence and dependence in? The circumstances getting better, the world getting better, relationships coming through for me, or something else coming through for me, and we get diverted, we get distracted, we get off course, and it comes through uh, all kinds of things. And so we, we learn. This is something that we are learning to grow in our Christ confidence, getting our hope and trust in Him. And so that's where I want to go with this today and just share for a few moments, because uh, I think this is, obviously, this is challenging. If we just look at Paul from the standpoint of him writing the New Testament, if we were to look at that and, and, and look at some of his circumstances that he was, he was in, I mean, writing most of these New Testament letters from a place of being in prison, like his circumstances were four walls and a, and a cage in front of him, and yet he talks in... in, in in different parts of Scripture about finding this confident hope in Christ, uh, uh, this secret of contentment in other places, this 
this, uh, I count it all loss before the gain of knowing Christ more, like all of these things, like how does he get to this place? Because he obviously at some point is not putting his hope and faith in circumstances getting better. And I want to say this, this does not mean that we don't pray for things to get better, that we don't pray for relational hurts, financial hurts, difficult circumstances, um, physical pain. You know, I've had I've dealt with back pain for a majority of my life, and there are days where it's just debilitating. I had back surgery like uh, 18 years ago, and it was uh, still still experiencing some pain out of that even to this day, and it comes and goes sometimes. Uh, so you know, there's if I were to if you were to ask me, well, would, would I want this to go away? Oh, absolutely, I don't want it to go away. Uh, but it's also been a way that God has used in my life, not brought it to me, but He's used it for His purposes to invite me into a deeper trust and dependence on Him in the midst of the circumstance. What is He doing in me and through me through this back pain that I wouldn't wish on myself or anybody else? People that have chronic pain, I would not wish that. I I know people in my life that have this. They're dealing with some type of medical issue, health issue, chronic pain. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. But in the moment is the goal, is the goal, is not that we don't pray for God to do something, not that. But ultimately, I think the the, the deeper hope, the more confident hope is that it's not in in, in that pain going away or the circumstance going away. But what is Christ is in me, and now what is he doing in and through, what's to do in and through me in the midst of this? My eye is still on my hope in Christ. I'm, my, I'm fixed on my hope in him. This is not putting a fancy Christian slogan on it and just saying, oh, we just need to trust God. No, the, the trust comes out, and we're going to see this in a verse I'm going to share in a minute. The trust comes out of a source. It's not just putting a blanket statement on something, oh, you just need to suck it up and get on with it. This is not about covering the emotions of it, not about covering the feelings of difficult circumstances. Some of you are going through relational, even the even addictions. Where is my hope? Is my hope in being free of this behavior? God, why haven't you set me free? Why haven't you taken this away from me? Maybe I'm angry at you. Maybe I'm frustrated. I've been trying everything I know how to do, and I still have this addiction, this compulsion to go to this behavior. Where are you, God, in the midst of this? That's not the ultimate goal is for God to say, Say, I'm here. My presence in you, that's where your source of hope is. Will you remember that? Will you remember that word remembering and hope? That's what I'm tying together today. So it doesn't mean we deny anything. It doesn't mean we don't feel it. Our feelings are often lying to us. If we're living out of our feelings and we're finding our hope in better feelings or or or, or improving the bad feelings... That's not where our, where our spiritual growth is going to happen either because feelings are going to be all over the place any moment of the day. Uh, from time to time, it's going to be that roller coaster of up and down. And, and yet in the midst of that, Christ in me, that's my hope. That's my source. That's my. And I'm not saying this is easy to do. It's simple but not easy, right? Because the simplicity of resting and trusting in Christ is there. That's a daily moment-by-moment invitation is to put, it, put our hope in Him but life happens, and life hits hard. I think about the physical uh, Paul example, uh, Paul's example of having the thorn in his flesh. We don't know exactly what this is. Most people believe that it was a physical thorn, and he acknowledges that he asked God to take it away three times. And what does God say three times? Will you trust me? My grace is sufficient for my power. My power will be made <laughs> will be made. Uh, stronger in you through my my strength. So your weakness will reveal my power. 
Your weakness in this physical ailment will reveal my source of hope. Your weakness in this physical ailment will reveal my strength and my power in you. So it's through the admitting of the weakness. But notice Paul goes to him and he prays. And he asks him to remove it three times. So we get that example. Paul Paul wanted this to be taken away. Jesus, look at the life of Christ before he goes to the cross. The night before he says, Lord, if there's any other way, if there's any other way, take this cup from me. We see the anguish. We see he's praying to the Lord for this, but he says, not my will, but yours. What if God in the midst of difficult circumstances is inviting you to remember where your hope lies? The hope in Christ in the difficult circumstances. Not forgetting where our hope lies. Not in the political environment getting better. I don't know about you, but that frustrates me. Yes, it does. But I'm that's not where my focus is. That's not where my hope is. In the next president or the current president or the next governor of my state or the next whatever that may be. That's not where my hope lies. My hope lies in Christ. Because I'm already in Christ. And now what is he doing in and through me to express his life to myself, to renew my mind, but then also to express his life to other people? That is, that's the goal. Christ is doing something in you right now. He's already done something in you, and now he wants to do something in and through you in the midst of these challenging circumstances. So this is not about minimizing the hurt. This is not about stuffing the pain or the emotions. No, you give it to God. You, re- you say, and, and ultimately what those things can do is they can reveal where I am placing my hope. Uh, we just recently had a situation where uh, we were in a car accident. We got rear-ended, and we're like, okay, now this is a sucky circumstance. <laughs> Pardon my French there, but it is. And so it's like, okay, now we're dealing with insurance, and we're dealing with with other people, and we're dealing with this and getting the car repaired and all this kind of and, – and at some point, it was a point early on where I was like, okay, this is, this is not good. I don't like this. And yet – I remember the Spirit of God, I, and even used my wife to kind of remind me, hey, don't let this get to you. Don't lose your focus. Keep your eye on the hope and the provision of Christ, because he says he will provide all of our needs. But how easy that happens, right? How easy that can happen for each of us. We start putting our confidence in other things or something else, or we're going to put our confidence in the insurance or other people or whatever. And ultimately, God's invitation is to say, hey, I'm in you. That's always going to be a reality. My presence is always in you. That's your hope. And now, here it is. Here it is. This circumstance that you're facing that you don't like, that I didn't bring into your life, but I allowed it to happen for my purposes. My purposes is ultimately to grow your trust and dependence on me. So we don't just throw a Christian platitude on it and say, oh, I just need to trust God. Yes, we trust God, but it's the learning of this. So I'm, I'm, here's the verse I want to share. Uh, and so this is, well, let me, I'm going to share two verses quickly with you today. One of them is, of course, of course, these are two of my favorites, but this first one has become kind of a mantra for me. It's Hebrews uh, 6, uh, and it's uh, Hebrews 6. 18 and 19, but mostly 19, but it's 18 too. So it says this, God God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it's impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope offered to us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. I have a sign behind me here that says we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. I love that word anchor. 
because this is what it is. Okay, so I, when I was a younger boy, my grandfather was a fisherman. He took me fishing, and so we'd be out in the boat, and we're going along, and all of a sudden, well, we start catching some fish. So what does he do? He, has a, he had this little anchor in his boat. He would throw it over the side, and it would drop down, and we're catching all these fish. We didn't want to lose our spot. We didn't want to drift away, because if you're in the water, you drift away, Right. And so we put the anchor down. What did it do? It kept us secure. We just kept throwing the line in, reeling in the fish until we pretty much had exhausted that spot, that fishing spot. And and the anchor did its job. What did it do? It kept us firm and secure. Who is the anchor? It's not a what. Notice I said who there. Who is the anchor? It's Christ in us. And, and, And the source of this, the source of the hope, then, what does it provide? It's it notice that for the soul, our spirit's already anchored. The soul now can be all over the place. Our thoughts and our feelings and our emotions and our this, okay, uh, all over the place. But this, but this anchor of the soul is Christ in us. Now, who is the source? God is the source. And what does he say in, in 18? It's, it's God did this, and it's two unchangeable things. What are the two unchangeable things? It's God, and it's God. It's the nature of God over here. And it's the promises of God over here. God cannot lie. So it's who are the two unchangeable things? It's God and God. Can't lie. So then then what do we do? Then, then we've fled to take hold of that hope. And what does that hope do? That hope actually uh, greatly encourages us. I love the word greatly there in front of it. It doesn't just encourage us. It greatly encourages us because that's our ho- our anchor and our hope. So what do you need to be anchored in today? You're going through a health crisis. You're going through a financial crisis. You're going through a job uncertainty. You're going through a relationship uncertainty. You're going through addiction issues. What do you need to be anchored in today? What if What if it was these two things that shares here, that two unchangeable things, God and God cannot lie, that's your anchor, and Christ in you. That is your hope. Christ in you, the presence of Christ in the midst of whatever you're going through. Well, guess what it, it's going to do? And this is a promise of God because he cannot lie. It's going to hold you firm and secure. Maybe security is an issue for you. I know a lot of people that I talk with and counsel with, it's security. Something happens in their life, a relationship's lost, something's lost. They are now feeling insecure because of this. This was what they were putting their hope in. Someone else, another person, another another uh, thing. And I want to say this too, for those of us in the in the in this addiction world, our hope is and security is not in our our uh, our plan, our uh, recovery plan. That's not where our hope is. Our hope is in Christ, in us. If I'm putting my hope in my recovery plan and whether I can follow through or not, on my best days, I'm going to be falling short. And on my worst days, I'm sure going to be falling short. It's not about what I'm doing or not doing, but what he's already done. I place my confident hope in that. And here's the last verse I want to share because I keep using that word confident hope, but Paul uses this over. I love how... I'm probably going to do some podcasts on this, but how he uses this word confidence or confident throughout his letters. At some point, he's learning and, and Christ in him is building up. It's not his his confidence in himself and being able to do it. It's, it's the confidence that Christ is building up in him. And he uses this word confident or confidence. So it's Romans 15, 13. I've come to really love this verse. And it says this, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in Him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, if this is not everything packed in one verse, I don't know what is. So he's praying on our behalf. He says, okay, first of all, the source of hope. God, who's the source of hope? God, Christ in you is the source of hope. 
So again, going back to what I've talked about on and on, what is freedom in Christ? Freedom is source. Your source is now in Christ. That's where you get all of your strength, power. Everything is from it. He's the source and identity. Okay, so God's the source. He's already filled you completely. So what's the result of this now? It's joy and peace. Why? Because he's the source of hope, not in better circumstances, not in you overcoming a trial or, or anything like that. Uh, none of that. It's the joy and peace you have because you're filled with the source of hope already in you. Uh, because what? Because you trust in him. So there's the trust word. But look at the flow. God's the source. He's filled you completely with his spirit. Now, guess what? You have joy and peace because you've trusted in him. Not because of what you've done or not done, or not because your circumstances have got any better. I, 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 I pray that your circumstances are not difficult right now as you listen to this. I don't want that for you. God doesn't want that for you. We live in a fallen world. We live in a broken world that's coming at us all the time and the lies of the enemy. And if we get fixated on that, and I've got to get, I've got to have that better. I'm trying, then I'm, it's exhausting trying to manage all of that. And yet here it says, I'm the source. I've filled you completely. Now you have joy and peace because you've trusted in me, continue to trust in me. And then it says, then there's the flow. Then you will overflow. I love this word. You will overflow with what? With confident hope. Those two words together almost get me teary-eyed because it's not just a hope. It's a confident hope. I'm not just hoping in whatever. I've got a confident hope because I'm remembering where my hope lies, that it's in Christ in the midst of whatever I'm dealing with. That's going to overflow in me. But I learn this. I, how do I learn it? I learn it by trusting in my true source. I learn it by knowing that he is always with me. I also learn this by other people in my life that are going through trials that can encourage me or I can encourage him. We learn in this together. We just had our men's group last night. We're praying for each other. We're encouraging each other. We're reminding each other of all these things. That's also how we can get through these circumstances because other people that God puts in our lives are also reminding us of these things. So we overflow with this confident hope. How? Through the power, through our power? No, through the power of the Holy Spirit. I, I don't know if I can even find another verse that covers so much in this. I don't even have enough time in the, in the, in to unpack all that. But the power of the Holy Spirit. So the flow there, God the source has already filled you completely. So now you already have joy and peace. You're not looking for it or finding it. You can choose to, to rest in what you already have because you've trusted in him and you can continue to trust in him. And guess what overflows out of that? Confident hope in what? Through the power of the Holy Spirit. This is where you're, this is the, you're not trying to get more powerful. And I got to muster up more hope today. No, it's through the power of the Holy Spirit in you and you overflow with that. My goodness. What a uh, breath of fresh air for today. Even as I'm reading that, I'm just like, my hope today is not in what I can get done, what God can do to improve my circumstances. That's not my ultimate hope. I can still pray for that. I can still pray for circumstances and pray for people, but it's ultimately my confident hope is that He is enough. He is sufficient. It's not to get me out of this trial or to get me out of this circumstance. We can pray for that, sure, but it's ultimately in building up our Christ confidence. Because Christ is already in me, I don't have to I don't have to live out of fear. I don't have to live out of uncertainty. I don't have to live out of 
anxiety or whatever, because I've already been filled completely with what? With joy and peace. Because he's the source. This is a learning process. Even though we already have it, God's growing us in this. And he may allow whatever he may allow for us to grow in this. Because that is the growth journey. That is the freedom journey of we're already free, but now we're growing in our confident hope of how free we actually are. And as I end this today, I want I want that to be your encour- the encouragement today that the Spirit of God in you, through the power of the Spirit of God in you, that you will overflow with confident hope in whatever you're dealing with today. Confident hope of Christ in you, He, he being the source of the hope. He filling you completely with joy and peace because you've trusted in Him and you will continue to trust in Him. It's not putting a fancy slogan on it. It's saying, this is where my hope comes from. I'm going to remember where my hope lies. And let that encourage your soul. Let Let that overflow because you now are greatly encouraged because guess what? You've taken hold of the hope of Christ in you as an anchor for your soul and it's firm and secure. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen that are listening today, you are firm and secure, not because your circumstances are firm and secure. They may be a mess, so maybe you're a wreck right now, but you are firm and secure because Christ is in you. That's your hope. That's your confident joy. That's your peace. And you trust him today. And you trust him today, moment by moment. This is the relationship we're inviting. Not about you getting it right and getting everything accomplished for God today or not. No, you can rest and be assured He's working in your life. And that confident hope, I love that. Maybe you have to write that down this week. That's what you're going to write. You're going to put it around. You're going to remember that. That confident hope is in Christ. And you can choose to fix your eyes on that. And he will, I'm confident, he will grow your Christ confidence. Not because circumstances get better, because God's with you in the midst of those circumstances. So today, remember, remember where your hope lies. Remember that it lies out of the source of Christ in you. I hope that encourages you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for listening to us today. Uh, We're going to continue with one more episode on this word of remembering tomorrow. But as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Mm